0: Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard, from leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. There we go. Okay, I still really want the lady to say... Recording, recording in progress, progress.
1: yes yeah, oh, i thought that countdowns. was there for a
0: second for real yeah. <laughs> yeah um hello everybody welcome back so i might have to put myself on mute every once in a while for a, a cough or a nose blow suddenly just woke up with a stuffiness which sucks but i'm also a little surprised honestly that it has taken this long that we're about a month into wrestling and uh, we've had a couple tournaments and, you know, just snotty, sickly, gross kids being around Sweaty. all the time that it's, yeah. taking <laughs> it. Yeah. Cause like wrestling, not, you're getting away. Like if you're practicing or showing a move, you're like personal bubble, you know, close contact. So um, on Saturday, one of the kids actually said we had a, t- a JV tournament. So we split and a varsity tournament so we split the team uh head coach went with varsity to Winnemucca, nevada a few hours away and then we were just down in reno with the jv team and this kid he he had a tough first match he went out there kind of strong but then then just lost it all like you could tell he hit the gas and then it went the air went out real quick um he was like god yeah i've just you know been feeling sick for a couple of weeks like i I'm just having a hard time, you know, breathing and stuff. And I was like, a couple
1: weeks. God damn it. Like, (laughs) you've been here the whole time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like I do that too, where I'm like, no, this isn't happening.
0: And he wasn't like, you know, coughing and snot and all this stuff throughout the week. So you really wouldn't have noticed. Um, It was just an energy thing uh, and respiratory but then sure as shit so this tournament we were at it was in a tiny gym there was like 25 teams it was just wall to wall and me and the other coach there like he made a comment like yeah we're not getting out of this one alive like <laughs> I'm not, he, he's like I just told my wife I'm sure I'm getting sick from here
1: uh-huh. and then of
0: course yesterday I started to feel like a little bit of pressure sinusy pressure and head stuffiness coming on and now it feels less in my head more just in my nose and a little scratchy throat um i'm hoping that i feel like i've been doing pretty well as far as movement and nutrition and things so really hoping that all those things help out and this kind of can be the max (laughs) of it just a little stuffiness fingers Um, crossed got some yeah got some stuff going on to the rest of the week so i won't be at practice and then i'm not sure if i'll be able to make it to their tournament this saturday or not it's a it's a crapshoot. It's down, it's about three hours West. So I really want to go cause it's a California tournament. So we're in California, but we wrestle, um, mo- mostly Nevada, like besides the two other, well, one other school, South Lake Tahoe, um, and everything, everything else is Nevada. That's our, that's our league, that's our district. So by going to these California tournaments, you just see people and teams you'll never see again, and a different style of wrestling. California is a very tough, tough state for wrestling. Um, so it'll be, it'll be cool to see some, some matches and good wrestling and get these kids that exposure because we're still so young, so many first year wrestlers and whatnot. So, yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to do there because they're actually leaving Friday for it. And I could get on the bus, but I'm like, at this point, like, probably don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like want my space. Yep. And, um, yeah, just got some other things. But anyways, yeah, a little bit stuffy, a
1: little bit scratchy, and tis the season. Tis the freaking season, dude. Hopefully this is, yeah. like you said, it. And it can be one of those colds where you're like, "I'm an adult. You gotta power through."
0: Yep, exactly. You know, it's the glory of being able to work from home. But I've got a couple events this week, so that I need to be at. um, I don't. I mean, need is a strong word. Uh, It's preferred for Mm -hmm. sure, especially for you know photos and things like that. And for tonight's event, it's our last avalanche education event and I love this event this is like my favorite event of the year this particular one because everybody gets to blow off their if you have an airbag you can bring it and blow it off and we'll do free canister refills on site so too bad when you're listening to this that (laughs) the event will have had happened but Uh um it's just I don't know they're fun I like the avalanche education events and yeah but I don't want to be you know getting other people sick either so we'll see how the day goes and i'll yeah. be in touch with with the boss man but i mean you know how it goes you got a kid in school and mm-hmm. that's all i ever hear about school-age kids is just every other week it feels like there's a sniffle or something yeah. going on do you
1: get it yourself a lot oh, or yeah. just quincy? oh yeah, yeah. quincy gets it i get it you know what i mean like yeah he, he's totally. still sleeping in my bed <clears throat> um uh, yeah. eight year old child does but That's also situational right now. Um, but Right, exactly. Yeah, no, definitely. And luckily this year we have, we've only caught one cold and have been very lucky. Um, The first year after COVID, which he would have been in kindergarten, we just got rocked. Like Mm. we were out of school weeks at a time geez well a lot
0: of people at that time I feel like you said after like when we when you went back to school yeah
1: and like like even though yeah it was actually okay so the first year we masked the following year Mm -hmm. and I think that that was just everybody across the world just getting our immune systems back and reintroducing each other's cooties um yeah yeah i like uh, so many of my friends from quincy's school we we were all just like out of literally out of school for weeks out of it out of time gosh that's crazy yeah we had a
0: tough time for sure with just with that and wrestling and (laughs) people were out all the time
1: yeah
0: every every week at least one kid was gone um and we had a small team anyways
1: but yeah, it's tough out there. It is tough. So stay healthy, stay well, get your vitamin C. And yeah, kids. I mean, that's,
0: yeah, That it's interesting. It's like in the summer, you know, we want to stay. I feel like it's on the forefront of our mind being active and feeding our body better because we want to be outside doing all the things. So we're constantly moving anyways, or we want to be yep. in shape to go biking or hiking. And we're fueling, thinking more about fueling our bodies for these activities. And then in the winter, we start to hibernate in and think less about it because it's dark, it's cold, um, so it's just not as appealing to go work out even when you're working out inside because it's still colder in the mornings or dark, so it's hard to get up out of bed or hard to want to do it after work because it feels like it's instantly midnight Mm -hmm. um, once the clock strikes five. And then you want these warmer, cozier foods that are not necessarily – the quick energy giving, yeah, heavy all the time. Dip- so you just, yeah, yeah, you just kind of get that heavy feeling. But it is just as important, if not more, <laughs> to think yeah. about it so that you are fighting these things off. But mm-hmm. that also, it's interesting that cold and flu season is that there is a season really yeah. for it, which is now they say. But because I think it's really been disproven that it's like you're just because you go outside and get cold that you're gonna get a cold remember yeah. that you see like oh yeah you're gonna get a cold like go oh, dress warm but i mean you'd get a sniffly nose because you're cold your nose runs and stuff yep. but it's not just because the cold weather itself
1: <laughs> no but, yeah it's, um, that's an anyway concept
0: right <laughs> um hard to believe it's the middle of december God. around here one as we always say time just flies it goes so fast and I got a little bit sad yesterday because I'm like man it's halfway through December like Christmas is 12 days 11 days out you know Christmas Eve whatever um I'm like that's not long that's just a little bit over a week and I feel like I'm not haven't been in the festive mood like where's the Christmas lights the Christmas music because I do work from home yeah <laughs> and here we have a very thin layer of snow I mean, last year we had, we didn't have an astronomical amount. We had a good, good layer, a good snowpack going. We had a couple solid feet out, out here. We weren't seeing dirt, that's for sure. And yeah. so now I just, I'm not feeling like compared to last year that it's like full winter.
1: Y'all yet. got shook I'm like, last I'm year. Behind.
0: Yeah. And hopefully it comes and, there's still plenty of time for it to come. It's just me thinking about like Christmas and wanting to see no rocks and no yes. dirt and, and a full white Christmas, but there hopefully might be something come. coming just in time for Christmas. Yeah, hopefully yeah, that'll come in exactly. time. Exactly. I've got high hopes. I've got i mean, faith. I'm just no not prepared whatsoever with any kind of gifts and Um, well, I have plenty of ideas from our gift guide episode, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But thinking about again, if I have to order stuff or ship stuff, I'm like, oh my god, like I think I've missed the window because you obviously people get uh the mail gets so backed up that you need to do it a few weeks in advance to really get it there, but or you're paying an arm and a leg. But anyway, I'm like, god damn it, how did this happen? How has it become this time? already? dude, every year, it happens every year. It's a vortex. Like the world is
1: definitely spinning faster. It has mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Maybe we're actually mm-hmm. in a black hole. Yeah, for <laughs> real.
0: Um but so we've got some a little bit of time, couple more weeks till um, what, three weeks until the new year, I guess then?
1: Wow. I think you're just correct, a, ma'am.
0: Yeah, because it's the 13th, so just under three weeks. What a Which year crazy. it has been. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's just been the motto for the last yeah. three years. <laughs> like, what happened? Um, but so we wanted to talk a little bit about some intentions. If you've been listening a while, you know that we don't, Amber and I don't set resolutions, but we'll set some goals or intentions. And we do think there's a difference in Mm -hmm. those things between a resolution. Um, And it's just the way we like to think about them. And I liked the way that Amber explained it before we started recording, she talked about it um, with intentions and what what you said about them versus resolutions.
1: Yeah, it's more of a Maybe it's placebo, but the mindset, you know, uh, I feel like resolutions just seem so heavy. But if you call Mm -hmm. them intentions, it sets a different intent to it. You know what I mean? Like you intend to do good. And if you don't succeed or like you're all like, oh, resolutions, resolutions, resolutions in the beginning of the year. And then it just pitter patters away. I feel like if you are more intentional about it and call it intentions and also hold on to these goals throughout the year, then they can come to fruition. And one of my intentions for this coming year is to focus on my financials as far as like setting goals and actually getting that Roth IRA that I've been talking years about wanting, needing to get and actually getting the high yield savings account that everybody needs and... I yeah, know. I still haven't done that either. Doing, see, exactly, and it's like if you if you turn your resolutions into intentions, hopefully they will come to fruition. Like I said, but also like, and and set deadlines. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you have a plan and there's no end to it, then you'll sit on it for a while. You know, because a lot of the time, yeah, so like. That- we want to do is hard and scary. And if you don't like give yourself a hard cutoff date, then you'll just be like, I guess I just won't do that thing that I want to do that I said I was going to do. So.
0: Yeah. Like we did a whole episode on goals a while back and um, the acronym for setting goals is smart. And in that is a timeline because if you don't set a timeline, yeah, there's no kind of urge to get it done and they just kind of kind of float away, float on. So setting a timeline for a goal does make it a little bit easier to attain, attain. Yes. because it means you're going to put effort towards it. And if it's just way off and there's some goals, big goals that are way off in the future um, that don't really need a timeline, like someday I'll be, I don't know. Traveling Europe for a year. Yeah, but maybe there's a few goals before that you need to reach, like being financially stable. So that's your first stepping stone. And so for that, that's when you're getting more focused on that goal and setting the timeline Mm -hmm. and um, and fitting it into your life. And with what you said about intentions, I think that by setting intentions – instead of a straight resolution that you may not reach is that with your intention, if you're intending and you're working towards that and you can see the good in that, right? Like you're still putting effort towards it. It's not just a checked it off or not. Yeah. I got a little bit better towards it. I worked towards it. I got a little bit closer or I realized, you know, that something might need to change here or there, but, um, however you need to think about it if you want to set it as a hard resolution, a hard goal, intentions, and you can have all of them too. You can have intentions to just be better at a fitness routine. Like I intend to get more activity in this year rather than a goal of I'm going to work out three times a week. Because again, it has to work into your life and how realistic that is. So I'd say kind of look at things that way. What – could be a goal or a resolution versus an intention,
1: um, and set all of them if that's yep. Yeah. Also, I just looked up your- uh, the definition of a resolution and an intention. Uh, definition of a resolution is a firm decision to do or not do something, and then an intention is a thing intended, an aim or a plan. And I feel like those two words are totally different things. And even just like, yeah, one's a hard. Or, yeah. Yeah. And it, and one and feels like a an hard and fast and the other one is like a plan oh, and you set your, no, you're good. Yeah. Set your goals and like plan it out, man. Like that's, that's part yeah. of it. That is part of yeah. it.
0: Well, I, th- I think that your financial one is a, uh, is a great one. And yeah. like so by setting these certain kind of deadlines of when you want to do this or that. And the the funny thing is about IRAs or high yield. I feel like with high yield savings accounts, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is Google it. Because so I've listened to a lot of financial podcasts and we had Tanya, the Money Life Coach on. And for a high yield savings account, like if you literally Google high yield, best high yield savings account you'll get a list of kind of what's out there and what shows you who's got the best percentage or whatever. And it's pretty easy to just like call that bank and start setting up an account for that savings account Um, a Roth IRA. You might have to do a little bit more research in, but same kind of thing is if you're going to those top financial institutions, then you're probably going to have a good, find a good account to start there. Um, and you just have to figure out how much money you can take out of your, you got a budget first, I think for that. So, you know how much money you can take out of your account and make sure you're covering all your bills and everything. Um, And you can always change that amount. You know, you can add more later, but if you start, if you need to start with just 50 bucks, every paycheck or something out of it, I think that's what I did. Yeah. 50 or a hundred. I can't remember. Not a, not a large amount because like I can't, I literally need every dollar off my paycheck to go towards my living. That's how I think. Yep. I'm in that state, but it's like, well, if I just, take that out. I mean, I'll figure it out. I'll get by because I know at least it's going for something good. It's it's making me money in mm-hmm. the end. So it's going to be worth it Yes, to not spend 50 bucks over here because yep. I know literally not, not every single dollar and penny is accounted for, but a lot of them are. There's a little bit of extra spending there. So I just have to make the choice consciously of, yeah, like pay more attention to things I'm buying. And once that money's not in my account anyways, it's already to the IRA out of the paycheck. It's like, I don't have it. So it's fine. (laughs) Like, I'm not like, Oh sure. Wish I had that 50 bucks that went into my IRA instead. Yeah, like, I'm not thinking that at all. I'm not even noticing that it's gone. Um, and like I said, it's going somewhere much better building me more money in the end. It's very worth it. And same with the high yield savings account. I think for me, what's harder with the high yield savings account is you can, pull that money out easier than you can like an IRA. Uh, So it's like harder for me to like put it aside and forget about
1: that. Yes. um, That's a very good point. Yeah. Either way, both of those things are your money is sitting and they're both making money for you. It's an investment. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Investment. The way. So, yeah. Like you said, you wanted to have deadlines on those. So, yeah. set a deadline, look at your calendar. Yes. Like, oh, I don't work Wednesday on January, whatever. I'm going to make those phone calls yeah. or, you know, I'll probably this or that or do, go down to the bank.
1: I'll probably do the Roth thing around um, income tax time when we get them returned. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how a Roth IRA works out, but I'm hoping I'll have a large chunk enough, um, to be able to just put the max in for this year, get my ass going. And then for the following year, maybe do it in a time increments. Cause I mean, like every, every year is different, you know, every year is so different. Um, yeah, that's good. I know somebody, a podcast I listened to again, this girl did that. She was like, I'm just going to put the max in. I was yeah. like,
0: I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a good
1: way to do it, too,
0: if you can, just yeah. to get it going.
1: Get my credit card um, paid off. Um, and then also another uh, goal, intention for this year is to set a travel plan. Because I, like, last year was so chaotic, I wasn't able to <laughs> do a whole lot because there was just so much change happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, um,
0: with the Roth IRA. So another lady I listen to a lot. I have her. I haven't read her book yet that I bought months ago, but it's my microphone stand. Nice. (laughs) Um, Tori Dunlap, the financial feminist. She's got some good podcast episodes because uh, it's not all strictly like money finances all the time. She talks with other women about business and stuff like that, but she I just saw on her Instagram she replied to a comment and her question, and the question was like explain a roth i r a to me like I was five years old yeah, and so she ex- explains it, so I think that's a good one too if you're trying to figure out the differences between a roth i r a and a regular i r a is she's got some really basic things like that to to define them um so she's a good person to follow cool as well to figure out some of the stuff. And yeah, cause it's overwhelming. And I think that's why we don't do a lot of things, whether it's financially related or anything is the thought of it all seems overwhelming. Cause there's going to be more than one step and you're like, mm. Oh, I have to research this and read that. And also we just know that as a whole, we don't like to read a lot yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or, like,
1: just give me the answers. Or do the thing where we're like, Let's just try it and see how it works out for me. And then additionally, why the fuck isn't this a class in high school? Why isn't finance a fucking class in high school? It's absolutely absurd. And maybe it's because America doesn't know how to manage their finances and usually... they want us in debt. Yes. And it's like either you're you're really good with your money and like or you have parents who do finance stuff or cousins or aunts or uncles like someone in your family is a part of that world but like if you're not a part of that world then you're just like I don't have any money I'm a baby I could pay you in blocks like yeah what the fuck man it's just something that should be common knowledge that just truly isn't
0: Speaking of that, um, before we got on air and we were chatting a little bit and you mentioned the travel thing, um, I brought up maybe because it's between you and Quincy. Quincy wants to go somewhere, right? Of ask, trying to decide on that place that you're going to go mm-hmm. and creating a little jar and weekly Quincy's putting you know a dollar or whatever yep. into his jar too, teaching him saving habits because... Those are things, little things like that that you learn as a kid yeah. can go in. Cause as, as an adult, then that means you have this repetition in your mind of every week I'm going to put, or every paycheck I put this amount in my savings account, right? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have that. Yeah. I had the concept later on, but it never stayed there because I just never found worth in it staying there. I was like, Oh no, I need it now. Yep. Um, so teaching that value young could be really great. And that's one thing, again, that this, the financial feminist Tori says, or she it's a question she asks like every guest she has, is what was your first money memory? Um, and that that has a big influence on the rest of your money story, at least until a certain point in that changes or, or not. Um, and I don't know mine, really. I don't know uh it's hard to say I do remember getting a hundred dollar bill at a very young age for Christmas from my grandpa and I thought that was like the coolest thing and it was so much money um but you know it went straight to the bank so I was like bummed because I'm like well I just want to like hold it (laughs) it's like this is so much money um but but yeah I feel like I have a few few memories but I'd have to really dig deep to put some of the dots together some things I know some are I don't know but uh so yeah that could you know that could be part of Quincy's first money memories is you know my mom teaching me how to save for a trip we wanted to take So now that's by the time he's graduating high school he has thousands of dollars in savings and he's paying for his own like graduation trip or something you know yeah with like no sweat off his back he's like don't worry about it I'm going wherever I want Mm -hmm. I don't expect you to pay for it um, so that could be really cool yeah. to be able to do that, especially because we didn't have that ingrained in us. So totally. to be able to like, do that for him would be really cool for for you. Yeah and I think also motivation for yourself of like, wow, look at this. We're doing this together.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is a very good point. And I also um I saw my nephew last night and he was hanging out with some of his buddies, and one of his buddies Is just a little hustler, you know what I mean? Like he's off the off the air. His buddy has been like selling weed since high school and just like it has that hustler mentality. And I was talking to them last night and I was like, yo, I was like, sweet Mercedes, bro. I was like, did the hustler life choose you or did you choose it? And he goes, Oh, I definitely chose it. Because there's just some (laughs) things that are just like instilled in us or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if you look back at your crew from high school, like there's that fucking guy that was the dealer in high school and now he's like got his own business or whatever. Or like there's the chick who was just like, I'm saving, saving, saving. Like there just are these people who have these things instilled in them and whether it's from their parents or if it's just like a, a fucking thing that is in that person it's just it. I, I'm just trying to like figure that out. I'm like, is, is it learned or is it just instilled in you as who you are as a person? And if it's like not, nature you,
0: nurture. Kind yeah,
1: of and and if it's not, how do you embrace it? How do you how do you teach yourself that? It's like it's such a disciplinary thing, and it's very hard to be disciplinary well, towards yourself.
0: It is, and I think it. Said, a lot of it can be just nature. Mm-hmm. There's people who just have this innate drive and will in them to get what they want, whether that was because their parents did the same thing or maybe their parents didn't. And they were like, this is not the life I want for myself. Um, like I said, It could just be how they're hardwired or a learned habit. But if it is not coming natural to you, and, yeah, how do you learn it? And I think that that really comes to just the want yeah. to. So I think for you, and if you're looking at your nephew, right, it's a little bit harder because you want him to be, mm-hmm. maybe like, a certain way. Like, you want him to have that drive and that that hustle that his buddy has. So you're like, why don't you have that? Like, what could how, – how do you get that? But they just the – a person has to want to. Almost like this <laughs> – I feel like it's with a re- similar to like a recovery for somebody. Yeah, They have to want you, no matter what, you can want this person to be rid of this addiction or something. Yeah, And you can help them in any way you can, but At until the they're the ready day. or want it, like they're not going to go for it. Just like in sports, there's just some kids who, work hard and want to compete and want to win and even if they don't win they're working hard and they're coming back to the drawing board and then there's some kids who just show up and they're like maybe it's a social thing and they just have no desire whatsoever to put effort in they don't want to push themselves something gets hard and they're like yeah um i'm gonna take a break Mm -hmm. and again it's just like who knows especially with kids because it's like okay is your parent not pushing you to teach you you have to like there's going to be adversity in life and you have to get over Mm it like and some some kids don't need their parents pushing them they just want to they see an obstacle they're gonna get over it and a lot of people i do think these days and in our society see an obstacle and just stop yeah like because they want the easy road And it's really, really frustrating as a person who rather than stops at those obstacles, but makes more for themselves. Yeah. It's like really hard to see some people like, come on, Uh like keep going. Like, why did you stop? Why aren't you doing this or that? Um, And yeah, it's just their why. Why don't they want to? And it's because too, uh, I think, especially for the younger generation, because they see people getting great success with an easy route, yeah, so they want that too. I mean, who uh, you can say, who wouldn't want to like rather have it easier than not? Who wants to go through all the challenges and troubles? Of course, you want to say, like, yeah, anyone, right? Mm-hmm. You want to take the easier route. But when you've taken hard routes, you know that you do learn more lessons that way, yes. So as much as it will pain you to say, that you'd rather take the harder road, like you learn more from it. Yeah. And so, what kind of human being are you going to be if everything's just easy and handed
1: to you? Yeah. And and, and people don't learn that until they take the a, a hard road, yes. to like, get past a challenge. Because it comes with it comes with um mental maturity. You know, like you you mm-hmm. earn it as you get older. And like, think about us when we were nineteen, Taryn. What the fuck were we doing? partying our little titties off <laughs> and like, yeah, totally. trying to do community college. You know what I mean? But like with no but we were working. Yes. You know, we were still working. We still had bills to
0: pay. Like we weren't just sitting on our butts. Yeah. We were going to school, working and doing it. Yes. And and living like a college kid and partying. Yeah. <laughs> like know? my main so, focus
1: was hanging out with friends.
0: Yeah. But you still showed up to work. You still paid your bills. Yeah. Like, especially you. You were living on your own by then. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. I mean, we didn't have a, a f- big picture focus. But we still weren't just, you know, twiddling our thumbs yeah. and sitting on our ass. So, I think there's, yeah, a few views mm-hmm. for it. But overall, it's just, yeah, you have people have to face adversity and they don't want to. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard watching teenagers because, again, it is a mental maturity thing. They do have to get to a point. They have to get to something that pushes them, something they want so bad that they will get to it over any obstacle. Um, And, yeah, just sitting by as an adult being like, okay, like you'll learn in your own time (laughs) when it's ready for you. It will all click when it's supposed to. It's just so hard to sit by and watch. It's so hard. It's so hard. And
1: same with uh, the the addiction comparison was beautiful because same with people who have an addiction. Like it's so hard to let someone you know and love just freaking transform into an addiction zombie. It's really, it's really hard.
0: Yeah. But like I said, you know, you just can't, there's a lot of things you can't push people in and they have to figure out themselves most being a bystander in any of those situations is is hard. And, and even yourself, right. You could have these internal battles where, cause I mean, I know I face it and a lot of these for me uh, always just come back to kind of fitness or working out um, goals and things where I'm like, all right, I always say I want this, but am I really, really putting in the work and I feel like something has failed, finally kind of clicked as far as I don't want to jinx it or anything because like my nutrition's always been my hardest part I've got a terrible sweet tooth and when I'm hungry I am like you know ravenous the fucking yeah like just nothing can stop me um so I feel like I have been able to finally take a lot more of a step back and think about things before reacting I mentioned this um recently too, of just that reaction time, taking more time before I react. Cause I'm very reactive and very impulsive. And that's, that has a play and into like my nutrition and how I eat sometimes is that I'm just like hungry. I'm going to eat whatever is there. And I can take a step now and say like, okay, hold on. Like I'm at the store to grab something for dinner. I can wait 30 minutes to get home before I like buy this box of cookies and eat the whole thing on the way home.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then ruin my dinner. Um so just these little things that are took forever to click of taking the time to think about something before reacting to it as simple as what, what you're eating, eating for dinner. Yeah. Because I have the higher the bigger picture goal in my mind of okay, if I really want to get here, I have to put the work in every fucking day and it's hard. It is hard but it's the like i said it it's the within intention. myself i have to yeah and within myself i have to recognize like okay like until i really 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 want it like it's not going to happen mm-hmm. and i've said or thought that i want it but then i'm like obviously i didn't hard enough because i i wasn't keeping it at the forefront of my mind until like now yep. <laughs> and it's crazy to think that um that it's like there's something that feels like it should have been so easy and it's they're just not so yeah you can be in your own way for sure and have these ideas and goals and think that you're working towards them but then you're like why am i not getting there why am i not getting there and that's when it's time to reevaluate of like maybe because you really aren't keeping it at your forefront and you're not doing everything possible and I know there are always exceptions to the rule right sometimes there's other things in life that happen that you are doing everything you fucking can to get there and everything seems to be hitting you and knocking you backwards but you still just have to keep going forward and knowing that like you those things will go and it's just timing Mm -hmm. and it will happen when it's supposed to happen as cliche as that is and no one ever wants to hear it when the time is right, it will happen. And if it really means enough to you, you just have to keep that in your front view mm-hmm. um, and keep trudging towards it. Yep. Got
1: to, got to, everything but, happens for a reason. Patience is a virtue. Like all these, all those, up- things, those yeah. things are so true. And you just don't like, I'm trying to think of like 19 year old you and me and like, Mm -hmm. us having this conversation as a 19 year old or talking about our financials or talking about our goals that we I don't even think we fucking had goals at 19 maybe they were oh actually I think we did I think that we were working up it wasn't 19 but we were working up at Snoqualmie Pass and sleeping in Dave Hickey's fucking Ford Explorer yeah that was 21 because I was living
0: with yeah I was 21 living with you yep Um, but yeah, but so I know uh, my goals at that time were, I was still wanting to, at 19, I don't know when it changed. I think at 21 still, um, my goal was to go to Western and get a degree in kinesiology. Yeah. And tight, dude. It didn't change until I got denied from Western twice. And then I started going to. Well, no, I went to UWT after I graduated from TCC um, because I didn't get into Western, and I think Jordan was like, "Just go, like you can get into like University of Washington, Tacoma like, I'm gonna go there. um, you should just just apply just and so I did, and I got in, and so I went for a quarter. And then I can't remember when I applied for Western again, but like that broke, broke me. I was so sad. Like that was the only thing I had. Yeah. It was the, there wasn't any other option. No and plan so, B. and I think that can go either way. Like having a plan B is good so that you're not totally derailed, but sometimes if you don't have a plan B, you know, you're like for sure then going to do everything in your power to get to that plan A. So I, I think it just kind of depends on on who you are. Maybe you don't have to have a plan B right away and you can keep working towards that plan A as long as you want, but you just have to know that if it doesn't work out, like pivot to a plan B instead of completely stop. But for me, um, not getting into that into Western and going to UWT and having to pay for it myself, I was like, wait, do I really want to go to school right now? Because yeah, if I have to pay for college out of pocket and I'm not for something that I might not want to do in life, or I couldn't envision the rest of my life, even if I were to become a, like get a degree in kinesiology and become a physical therapist, I couldn't see the rest of my life. I was like, well, what happens then? Like, is being a physical therapist even fun? Like, is that really what I want to do? I want to know about the human body and how it works and all the muscles and all I could ever think about was like, I had some knee problems even back then I was always hyperextending my knee, um, constantly like playing soccer. And then I had my shoulder surgery after graduating. So even at that age, I was like, I want to be able to help myself and my family. And anytime they have an ache and pain, I want to be able to like help them rehab it or know how to do this or that. But as a career, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. So That's when, yeah, I started kind of looking at other things and took a break from even thinking about school and went off and became a guide and went to the outdoor industry. And when I moved to Tahoe, thought about it again because Tahoe was such a, is such a, like, um, what's the word? Mecca for athletes Mm -hmm. that it came back as like, oh, I'm going to go back to school to be a physical therapist because I'm going to be a physical therapist that specifically works with skiers and snowboarders and uh, these action sport athletes. Love it. But again, just kind of learning more about it. I was like, is that though like how I want to spend all my time in schooling and yeah, like, you know, just have your mind open to different plans and whatever. And if you, it's okay. And also have backup plans. Like, well because failure is another cliche yeah we talked about this with the the wrestling team on (laughs) monday is that just um failure is your biggest teacher right so for me failing back to it was when i didn't get into the school that i wanted to go to the only school i wanted to go to i still say like the only place i'll go is bellingham (laughs) like i just i still have this little dream of like oh, yeah, I'd still love to get my kinesiology degree from yeah. Western. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know why. But, um, but anyway, like I said, you know, that was failing that, not getting there, taught me a lot more about myself and what I might want and took me on this alternate path that could have never been guessed and ultimately landed me where I am literally right here right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like just because you don't reach that goal – doesn't mean that you know life's over and you're never ever going to get it your goals can change and when a goal when you don't reach it that's the time to kind of sit back look at it and reevaluate it like do I really want this and then how do I change things from there and so with your intentions or goals or resolutions or whatever for the new year I think really really looking at them and thinking about what if I fail Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what if I don't reach this Is that going to be anything to me? Because when we think about the most basic resolutions, which for a lot of people is like lose 10 pounds, lose 20 pounds. All right. If you don't do that, how is your life going to change? For most people, it's not going to change at all. Yeah. Unless you're in a severe uh, health situation that if you don't get there, then you'll be like very impacted. That's totally different. And you're more likely to reach your goal because you literally have to, Mm -hmm. but For most of these, yeah, I think when you're setting them, writing them, really, like I said, look at what happens if I don't reach this. Mm -hmm. Be realistic. Yeah. Is your life going to change? And that can just help you prioritize them and keep them in the forefront too.
1: And another thing to have in your mind is not a what if I fail, but more so about when I fail. Because – it's in fucking inevitable. It's just going to happen. Like we fail and that's fucking okay. It sucks in the m- meantime and mm-hmm. it sucks, but it's more of a win, not if for me. Yeah. At least. And <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. And to go with that, I think that, um, I think adding that when is important because I was just going to say like, if you're sitting there thinking about what if happens what happens if I fail and it feels like soul crushing, um, then you're maybe like, oh, I'm not even going to set this goal because if I don't get it, I'm going to just, you know, it's going to be really hurtful or, or something. Like don't let that stop. You don't let that fear of the failure stop you because like Amber said, a lot of these, you probably will fail at, and maybe it's not the goal <clears throat> itself, but maybe it's the timeline you set for it that you don't reach or, you know, you reach it in a different way. But don't let the, once you start to evaluate and see what could happen if you fail, don't let that stop you from still trying to get there because yes. you're going to learn a lot from trying to get there. Yep. And it doesn't feel like it. Like Amber said, in the, in the time, in the moment, it sucks. And it does take a lot of time after to realize like, oh, well, without that, I wouldn't be here. But again, it's all just that forward vision. And this is why... <laughs> Me and all the coaches that we have with Truckee, I think it's a very unique set of coaches who are really invested in wrestling because of these cliche life lessons. God, another it's one. what we've <laughs> learned from them. And it's what like we just preach all the time is wrestling as a sport can just build your character and mental toughness. And it is all of these things that we talk about all the time with our, with our kids of like, if you lose, you're just back at practice again and forward motion, like Mm -hmm. literally in the sport, you have to be moving forward. Like you're not taking a step back when you're wrestling someone, you're taking a step forward, you're shooting in on them, like forward motion, forward motion, always you're never reaching back. Like there's no backwards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so that's life. Like, constant forward motion because if you start going back hopefully it's just not yeah
1: <laughs> but i mean, I mean you want
0: setbacks. to yeah. it maybe things push you back uh-huh. but you still yes go forward yes keep so things might be pushing always. pushing pushing you back but you try to keep that forward yeah. momentum even if it's it.
1: something um, uh like such a little setback is like a little tiny head cold you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. there's always something that's like <laughs> resisting against us and like pushing us this way or that way. Like life is just mm-hmm. a constant struggle, brother. but if you're just doing what you can, that's still forward motion. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, as far as so, like even keeping a positive he- mindset because I know like when I get sick, I'm like this is it the world is ending. Yeah. Like I got to start canning things because I need to start <laughs> prepping for the end of the world. Like it's weird. It's weird what our brains do and, and just like how they develop as we get older f- and through adulthood, man, it is just, yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. I did yoga this morning. Good, Good job. I've just been trying to do more overall. Cause I know how tired I am and it's insane to think about in the last couple years um when i've not been in a regular yoga practice or not teaching how much tighter everything is like oh my god this is how i feel my age because i'm like i can't do this position i can't do that position like this sucks like i want to be more limber and um so i'm just trying to overall get more in my life and i'm doing just mostly slow fo- flows cuz that's what feels best for me because in my strength workouts or cardio or something, you know, I'm going, going, going. So for me, yoga is very slow movement and holding poses rather than the more dynamic, like power flows or anything. Um, because that's just giving me a workout and I'm like, I already worked out a bunch. (laughs) Like, I, I just want the stretch here. I want to sit in this. Yeah. Um, so, so that's been my focus, but like yesterday i practiced with this kid just for a couple rounds of live wrestling at the end of practice uh his practice partner was not feeling good getting lightheaded so he had to sit out so i jumped in with him and first of all i'm like 70 pounds heavier than this fucking kid but he is strong as shit and uh he's just like a little monkey on my back (laughs) just like couldn't get him off and he was just, he wrenched on me in my back. just like, i was just like, it doesn't bend that way anymore, Jack. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, he grabbed my shoulder. I was like, nope, nope. This is what, like, sorry. I uh, literally, like, can't go full 100% live with you guys because my body's going to break. Yeah. like yeah. It doesn't bend the way it used to. I was like, I'm going to be sore as shit just from those, like, two minutes of, like I said, this little nothing but muscle hundred and thirty pounder like on my back yeah. just wrenching my shoulders and and arms and neck but I feel I feel okay, but good,
1: good, good.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I get it. I was just like, God, I have to get more mobility yeah. in my life. Yeah, that is that. lacking severely, and I think yeah. a lot of us do. <laughs>
1: Especially at this time of year, you just want to like nuzzle in and get cozy and warm, and like hunker down with a movie or a book and some fucking tea, and call it a goddamn yeah. night. But
0: yeah, the, that's love- where the slow. Yep. The slow morning or evening movement, because when I start to feel those ways, I'm like, okay, well, slow movement, right? It doesn't always have to be full gas pedal. Like, okay, before I go to bed or right when I wake up, I'm going to go straight for a high intensity workout. It's like, no, I want to move my body, but not intensely. (laughs) Yeah. Not intensely, Um, especially at night. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you have any other intentions or is your main focus for that you're going to be financial i I haven't thought of mine yeah this all kind of came on a whim so i don't have any on the top of my mind but yeah
1: i'm hoping financial and i was hoping you would do it with me (sighs) yeah
0: definitely it's like quarterly Um, goals, i do feel like yeah i feel like i have been again a little bit better because for me what it's all come to like I said is the reactiveness where i'm not like Oh, I'm just going to buy that. Yeah. Like I really want something. Cause I like retail therapy is a thing I love. <sighs> it. And it, it's such a, it's a terrible, the irony is like when I really have nothing to spend is when I really, really want yep. something new Yep, and I'm like, yes. Okay. I can buy that. Especially, um, you know, having access to some deals that I'm like, okay, I can justify I'll buy that $50 pair of yoga pants or whatever. Um, and I've, Again, really try to be not impulsive in those things either. Like, no, I don't. I don't need that. Don't need that. Don't need that. <laughs> like, let's try to get some money rolling over each paycheck here, so that we're not in this constant paycheck to paycheck. And I do get to the point that I'm like, oh, if I want that little something, I can buy it, and I'm. Not, it's not stressing me out.
1: Yeah. Also, knowing like financial projections for the world economy for 2024. You know what I mean? That's what, do, what you want. to do. Yeah. What is that going to look like? <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Exactly. <laughs> See, and that's also part of the thing that stops us is like, yeah. that are just like so much beyond our control and like so much beyond yeah. us that it's just like, I, there's nothing I can do here aside from the yeah. bets that I can do in my own little world and not even fucking think about all of that. Cause it's money is, fucking fake <laughs> it's not even yeah. real this thing is just like Todd real, but it's so real and like people struggle with it totally all daily and like get themselves into so many pickles that they end up like committing suicide over it you know like it's not real but it's so real
0: yeah it's very real it's very very real. Very, very real and, and I'm
1: probably only deep. saying that it's not real because I don't have a whole lot of it right now and this year was really hard <laughs> and blah, well blah, I think blah, what but- you mean too is the fact that we
0: make the uh, the value of, of a dollar up, essentially, yeah. like it changes, right? So, a thousand
1: percent, country um, to country.
0: <laughs> the value of our money changes by certain things and people. Um, And it all started from, you know, a system of bartering and then we got, then money happened and gold and things like that. So... It was a system that was made up um, and it changes by other people's decisions and things like that. But the fact is we need it to live. Yeah, And it is the cause of a lot of people's stress. Mm -hmm. I'd say probably like 90% or more people in this country's stress is financial situations. And again, because of what our society particularly I think teaches us as a whole is, um,
1: bigger better buy this mm-hmm. lease it finance it yeah buy some and- a new car for christmas without talking to him like a fucking psychopath
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly and um even when you think about school like higher education going to universities and college yeah, you know it's like 100 grand easy you know it used to be that much for going to medical school or something now it seems like it's close to that amount just for a bachelor's degree and that's insane that we're taught to go to school and before you even get your degree in this uh industry or in this realm that's supposed to pay you very well you're already like 100k in debt and you don't even have a job and you're not guaranteed a job because you're going to get into the real world they're like oh you need experience like oh but it also says i need a bachelor's yeah yeah but you need five years experience too like well how do you do that (laughs) um so it's very, it's very weird uh, it's that we had, yeah, we're done. like here, get into debt to go get a career and spend 10 years of your life trying to get out of that debt that got you to this career. Like 10 plus years, you know, it takes people a long, long time. It's so fucking dumb. But um, anyway, I was going to say that My one of my big intentions where I can wrap the financials into this is going to be just that being less reactive. Um, so something I have been working on already, but with 2024, can just go into it with that intention because as we've had this conversation and putting all these things together, of how they're falling under that umbrella of overall being less reactive means I'm being less impulsive on simple things like nutrition choices and bigger things that make a bigger impact on my life, like financial choices. Mm um and that can feed into relationships, friends, family, anything. 100 so million thousand. That's
1: percent. Yeah. Error. So that's
0: going to be my like umbrella love it intention that hopefully these other things that have been goals of mine for a long time but I haven't been able to reach them thinking maybe that's been the key is that I haven't unlocked the higher level of getting there and that mm-hmm. might be the reactive and impulsiveness yes. that I have yes. and getting that under control.
1: And I will say, like, I truly have noticed a difference in you within this last year. And it's it's been beautiful to watch and I'm oh, proud of you. And I truly mean it. that. And yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again because I will forever be your greatest cheerleader. <laughs> Anyone out there, if we're friends, I'm always going to be your greatest cheerleader because
0: oh, it's I hard. That. Thank and, you so much. Like,
1: Yeah, It's so hard. It's so hard to like unlearn these things that we accidentally picked up on the way. It's so hard to consciously keep yourself accountable, but we are doing it. Also, we're coming up on, is this, how many years have we been doing this podcast now?
0: This is two, Uh, two in October. So just over two. However, that first year, I believe we only had like two or three episodes cause we did our first recording like in October. That's and then it was I like thought. three weeks later. Um, so we only had a couple and it still took us quite a while before we were on the weekly cadence. So this will be, we're in the seventies for episodes um, cause it's been a year. Uh, I'm pretty sure at least a year that we've been hitting our weekly stride. Um, because if we were a weekly for two years, yeah, we'd be over a hundred. But um, yeah, said we got started because yeah. we had to get started without it being perfect. Mm-hmm. And we went a month without an episode. We went three weeks without an episode. And now, very happy to say, we have hit that stride of weekly episodes. Woo! Um, and we're doing it. Yeah, we're making it happen through sicknesses or traveling and and things and trying to stay up on that. So that is another one of my intentions is to like work-wise can um, keep it going yeah, on that consistent, consistent basis. And that actually I did want to talk about, Um, I want to do a little like special at the end of the month here of our top 10 episodes. I think it'll probably just be like a social media post, um, but we'll go look at, yeah, what our top 10 episodes have. and then you guys can go back and re-listen to those as well because we have some really great ones too with guests that I feel like if you've just jumped on that maybe if you're not digging back in the archives that you haven't heard so I want to get those back out there into the world because I know when I find a podcast that I love a lot of times especially if it's if it's doable if it's like five years that's kind of a lot but um I've gone back and I've listened from the beginning all the way through because I'm like I gotta catch up and see like who you are, what's been going on, how have things changed and stuff. So some people do that. Some people don't. Um, but that's why, yeah, I want to do a little end of the year highlight of our top And it will be of just the two years of our top 10 over overall. Um, not just this past year. So, um, so like I said, it can hopefully reignite some good conversations. So I'm excited it. to, to dig into those
1: and we've we got a couple to more go back and listen to our own episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we've got a couple more weeks
0: before new year's too, to think about some intentions. So as you all listen to this, it's a good way to start thinking about those. Like I said, so you can really evaluate and. And find out what it means to you if you don't reach it, and if you do reach it, yeah. Um, and also know that throughout the year that it can it can change. Life can throw curveballs at you, good or bad, that will change that goal, intention, or resolution in some way. So you can come back and you can change that. Um, you can be like, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm gonna do that. So let me let me just change that now instead of like cross it off. I failed. I didn't get there. Like, nope. Let's make an edit to it. And see how I can work towards it better this year. So I think we talked about that in our goals episode too. Like, don't be afraid to change them. Yeah, We're human beings. We evolve. We change. Your goals can certainly change with you. Always
1: and forever.
0: Always and forever. (laughs) And yeah, we got two more episodes that will drop before after this. So three total. Well, three total episodes before the new year. So maybe we'll talk a little bit more about intentions. Maybe we'll try to ask our listeners here what theirs are and share with the audience um some intentions, resolutions, goals. We don't have to share your name, obviously. But if you want to share with us at all and help other people kind of dig in and and find some for themselves, then Let's share that. We're always open to any kind of feedback and suggestions. Always. And we'll have another episode, too, that has a live chat. Um, we just did it this week because we didn't have this scheduled well enough in mm-hmm. advance to, to open that up. But keep your eye out for that live chat and live episode so that you can hop on and just see it all and be a part of it. Uh, I think that's all I've got for now. Yeah. Amber, anything for you?
1: No, I think that's it for me and i'm glad that everything tied into whatever the cloud (laughs) yeah Yeah. we didn't really have a theme for this one but it it came with its own theme Lots yep, so I got lots of gold again yeah, and lots of cliches again. lots
0: of cliches. Maybe that'll be that's what it'll be titled, like the New Year and Cliche, and cliche yeah. or something. Life totally. Stitcher, uh, is a cliche. Yes, totally. This episode is a cliche. That will be <laughs> <You can download laughs> the title. You know, Love it. Okay.
1: All right. Well, comments. we'll, talk to you uh, all we'll next definitely engage week. back um, with you
0: um, and bye. social bye. media right now we're just on instagram Turn it up podcast is the handle like the post share the post comment on the post whatever it is you got um show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all so again rate and review please and we'll see you next time thanks